0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 123 of Getting It Out podcast. One, two, three. We finally made it to one, two, three. It's very important to, uh, I don't know, baseball players. Whatever. That was the third kind with Electric Moon. That's coming off of their Man vs. Earth album. I believe it's called Man vs. Earth. Is that correct? Yeah. Man vs. Earth. It's uh, coming out on June 26th. Self released, which I always appreciate when people will self release their albums. It's going to be out in vinyl and digital because fuck CDs, right? I mean, whatever. I think CDs are still cool. Maybe they, maybe they're doing that too. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Um, but I know it's coming out. I know it's coming out on, on vinyl and it's coming out digitally. Um, so go check that out. Um, if I was just sitting there listening to that and I was trying to kind of headbang to it, and not headbang, like you know, headbang by myself in a room, which is just like a, a little bit of a nod, and I couldn't do it, not because I didn't want to, because I couldn't get the uh, the rhythm right, which is very white of me. I know, but you know, that's it's just what it's the cards I was dealt with. That's that's my that's that's what I gotta live with, and you know that's not so bad, all right. So I'm gonna take that. Um, yeah. So what's happening on this episode? I can tell you. I'm glad you asked. I can tell you. I'm the guy with all those answers, right? Well, I got an interview with Sergio um, from AS. And wait, wait a minute. Let's let's just try this again. Sergio from ACXDC. And uh, if you're not familiar with ACXDC, that's Antichrist Demon Core. And if you're not familiar with something that would be called Antichrist Demon Corps, what the fuck are you doing here, right? How did this get on your uh, How did this get on your podcast listening device? I guess I would say phone. How did this get on your phone? Anyway, um, yeah, let's so let's let's get into all this. Let's get into all this on getting it out. Uh, let's roll through this t- awful intro.
1: Dark Satellite You
0: know, when I started doing a podcast, I thought I found my calling. But there's something more There's a little something more I think I can reach into I got a little more in me I need to get it out Just like the podcast It's getting it out rap song From the getting it get out podcast And it feels powerful I think you feel it too I think you feel it too But there's certain things that need to be said Because I was thinking about it a lot lately exactly what exactly was I was thinking about We'll have to break it down here Just a little bit for you I was sitting at home trying to relax when I realized a podcast needs a rap. It sound way better with they dog back, but I gotta spit quick on these caps. Or big holes of shit on rumble strips, Zep sits back with a hundred kits. But I know how shallow that gene pool is, so what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night when the sun don't shine on the dial bright? While Von Scott lives the hard rock life, singin' on the streets underneath the lights. I got grocery lists and shit I don't like. Gonna run them by old Mike on ice and like cops that a day with the butt drug tips. This podcast will flip your lid. So that's what I sing about On the song for the podcast It's getting it out Hello again. Episode 123, I said, right? 123. I think it's 123. I don't know why I always second-guess myself, though, when I get on these things. It's episode 123 of Getting It Out Podcast. Thank you for listening to all 123 episodes, as I'm sure you have. Uh, although, I'd suggest probably not listening to the first 40. I think I think 40 is about where I started to figure out what was happening here. Um, so, you know... If, uh, Go go back uh, about ninety, no, no, let's say uh, eighty episodes. Go back eighty episodes. Start there, Um, which is—I'm surprised I get to say that. Um, You know, I I like to reflect every now and then on how this, how this happened, how we got here, how I got here. It's—it's just me doing this. Well, at least on this side, it's just me doing this. Um, And and you know that by now if you listen each week. And uh, appears I got a little bit of a, a frog in my throat. <clears throat> it's a that's a it's a real pain in the ass it's a thing that happens to me often if I eat something like uh it's like <laughs> look, I've, I took I keep choking a little bit like I've ate a chip if I eat if I enjoy some chips which I did earlier today I get stuff caught in my throat I don't know what's happening here but I don't like it but don't worry hopefully this 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 beer will take care of it I'll tell you about this beer here in a second after this sip goes down and uh, hopefully coats the throat um just like just like I know it will um this beer here I'm drinking, it's from Neshaminy Creek. I always say it wrong. I probably do at least. Neshaminy Creek Brewing Company. It's a uh, Project Hop Dog. It's I bought it at Sheets. All right. It was uh it was pretty cheap. It's a dry hopped IPA. But the twist is that it's brewed with Sheets hot dogs. If you're not from Pennsylvania and you don't know what Sheets is, it's the best gas station on earth. Take that, Wawa. And um, it's, I don't know, I never, I don't, I don't know that I've ever purposely had a sheet's hot dog, but I guess it, they're, good. <laughs> I guess their hot dogs are good enough to make beer with them, I don't know how you, how do you brew, uh, brew beer with, with sheet's hot dogs, I'm not sure, um, sounded gross, kind of doesn't taste like, uh, I don't know, it doesn't taste like hot dogs, which is good, but, uh, but I don't know, it's kind of also disappointing, what if I wanted like, I bought, a, I bought a hot dog beer thinking maybe it's going to taste like hot dogs, and it doesn't. It just tastes like uh, a pretty decent beer. Uh, it's a good brewery. I I buy from them every now and then. County Line IPA is pretty good. The Shape of Hops to Come was the first beer of theirs I tried because of their refused theme, and the, even the can. Sometimes, sometimes it is refused theme. Sometimes it's not refused theme. Anyway, if, you, if you're aware of this brewery, this brewery is actually very cool because they host, uh, they host shows. They have a lot of shows. I've I've seen some, I haven't, I haven't gone to any because I don't go anywhere, but if I were to go somewhere, this is, I I should go there. I really should. It's, I think it's in, uh, what what part of Pennsylvania? Croydon? Sounds right. And I probably don't go there because I don't even know where that is. Um, but I'm sure it's like right under my nose, but I've seen that they've had incredible show lineups there. Like, uh, I saw like, I, I I don't know if it happened, but I remember Napalm Death maybe played there. Municipal Ways, sick of it all. Uh, I see they have wrestling stuff there, so if you're into that, that's that's your own prerogative. Um, uh, I, I'm not going to judge you too hard, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, so so it's it's beer. It's just me talking talking to you about my beer, and it's going on for quite a while. And there's a brewery that I'm suddenly a big fan of, uh, <laughs> but but I'm serious. It's good. Anyway, so enough about me and this beer, and uh, wh- let me let me tell you a little bit of what's happening here um, this week which is, uh, the week of, well, today's May 28th, Thursday, May 28th. It's a pain in the ass, man. Memorial day week. We did it. We made it through another Memorial day. Nobody, uh, nobody really yelled at us too much about, uh, making sure we don't barbecue, um, and enjoy ourselves because soldiers died, which is the thing that people like to do with Memorial day. They like to, to make sure you don't enjoy it because, um, you don't deserve to enjoy it because you're not being respectful enough, which is a very, very strange thing. Um, yeah, I I we we know why we're here. We know why we got the holiday and uh respect, you know? But uh but c- certain people take 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 a lot of offense to people celebrating Memorial Day for the for the wrong reasons. And I'm not one of those people. Um but uh, you know, with the, who gives a shit what I think? Um I we 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 officially my my family officially retired from social distancing. So I'd like to put that at, put that out there. Um, does does that mean I'm going out in public? No. Does that mean I'm inviting elderly people over to my house? Yes. Uh, I have my mom over. So if she dies soon, my bad, you know. But uh, whatever, we were bored. So what what do you want from us? Uh, you can't keep us can't keep us down or something. You know that's my rallying cry. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I uh, hope you make it. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know where I stand on this stuff anymore, but I do know that I'm not one of these people that's going to put a reopen Pennsylvania sign in my yard. That's weird. What, what, what fucking what fucking good is that for you to put a little political reopen Pennsylvania? It's the signs say like, you put them in your front yard and it says reopen Pennsylvania, reopen PA. And it says like protect the, the vulnerable. Um, I don't know. So there's something else on there. I see them out when I'm running every now and then. And uh, I just think it's uh, hilariously... Uh, it's a dumb way it's like a it's like a it's like putting your Facebook posts in your front yard I don't give a shit what you think man it doesn't matter you're not changing anything with your dumb sign in your front yard but whatever fucking people are weird right um and this country's all fucked up as is let's reopen this thing so cops can kill more people because we see we're on a good streak of that right or it's not you know whatever I'm gonna get way off track So this episode of the podcast, as I said, features Sergio of ACXDC, Antichrist, Demon Corps, Power Violence Band out of, I was going to say Los Angeles, but I'm not exactly sure. I think it's Los Angeles, but let's just say California. I kind of seem to assume that everybody in California is from Los Angeles. Uh, I think that's the way people kind of consider Pennsylvania. A lot of times they think we're all from Philadelphia. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, What the fuck do I know? Um, Geographically, I got a rough idea of where Los Angeles is. It's uh, down there near the corner. Which you know could be anywhere depends on the vertices you are speaking of. I suppose um, I just learned that word today. My my first grade daughter is doing geography, not geography. What's what's shapes called? <laughs> what are shapes called? She's doing that kind of math in uh, in uh, in first grade homeschool. Which fuck it, it's crazy. This shit needs to stop. School's almost over. Thank God. Um, but yeah. Anyway, this conversation was with Sergio, and I enjoyed our talk. He he taught me a lot. You'll hear me like kind of kind of stammer a couple of times because uh, I didn't know what to say because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I find I find sometimes I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, and uh, that's okay because I, you know, I, we were just out for a walk. With, uh, with my wife and my two daughters. And, uh, you know, we see some birds. And they're like, that's a blue jay. I'm like, that's actually a woodpecker. And they're like, I don't know. I think it's a blue jay. I'm like, you know what? I actually don't know. I just said that. I, I just corrected you guys about this blue bird because I vaguely think you think I'm right. I don't even think you're wrong. I just think I might be right. I think it's something else. But the chances are that two people are right and I'm wrong because, what the fuck do I know about birds? I've been wrong about every bird Guess I've ever had. If you ask me, ask me a question about birds, guaranteed I'll get it wrong. Unless it's sports related, what? You know, then, then I'm gonna, you know, fuck a fucking birds. God damn it! This, let's just do this fucking interview. Let's play uh, a song that I really like off of uh, AC/DC's new album, Satan Is King. Just, ca- just came out actually. Uh, <laughs> this song's called "Cop Sucker," and then we're gonna get into my interview with Sergio. So let's do it. I didn't know you were in the middle of a work day. Uh,
1: I, I I own a silk screening company, so it's fine. I'm just the only person left it. <laughs> so I don't have like anybody else that I need to like get going or anything, you know. So I just stop and go whenever.
0: I hear you. That's that's cool. I, I was uh, I, I do. Well, I'm in the printing industry, and that's what I went nice. to college for, and all, all that shit. And, and it's all because when I was in high school, I did I did uh, I made band T-shirts in my printing class, and that was oh, you nice. know, that was like my my huge interest in it. So,
1: so that's printing cool. like uh, commercial printing? Or yeah,
0: it, like, yeah. Now yeah. I'm. I mean, uh, I was just a about a year and a half. Uh, until like a year and a half ago, I was on the production floor. Like you know, the last thing I was doing was operating like giant uh, bopsed embossers and foil stampers and shit like that. But yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I used to I used to be a proofer, uh, so I started doing uh, like color testings for uh for like an advertising company. And I learned Photoshop and all that stuff, so it kind of came in handy later when I started silk screening. It. So I kind of did the reverse of what you did.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but hey, that's that sounds. Uh, I don't know. it sounds sounds appealing to be on your own. I worked for you know this big corporation where now and now I'm a customer service person, so I, I, I'm pretty hands off right. at this point. But uh, but anyway, I I,
1: I I would I would definitely like a hands off sort of job. but I also don't like dealing with like, people, which is why I do what I do, I'm just like, I'm just going to do my own thing. I don't
0: want to have employees. I don't want to work with anybody. I'm just going to be about myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, <laughs> I totally get that. And that's why for the last, whatever, two months where they've, they've made, they're making me work from home. I'm completely content yeah. with it. To- totally happy to oh, do okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but all right. So we're not, we're not going over our careers though. That's not what, I, that's not what we're talking, supposed to be talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Let's move on. laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so, you're in well, What do you prefer we call you ACDC or Antichrist Demon Corps
1: uh, You know It, it doesn't really ma- It kind of depends on the context um, Yeah. Whenever I say ACXDC I tend to clarify Antichrist Demon Corps uh, For people that are new to it And don't know it Generally in power violence like circles people know When you're saying ACDC you're not talking about You know back in black or whatever so. <laughs> yeah. um, I would go with ACXDC And then just Antichrist Demon Core. It clarifies it a little bit,
0: you know. Ah, right, we can we can do that. But so you, you, I've I've been aware of you guys for quite a while. Um, I think I think back towards the beginning, but but then when I looked it up, not all the way back in the beginning, because you've been a you started a pretty long time ago, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, almost two decades. Uh, two thousand three was when we started jamming um, and playing shows. I think. If I recall, early two thousand four was like maybe our third show ever, yeah. so it was kind of later on in two thousand three, and um, we put out our first record in like two
0: thousand five. And I see, and I don't, I think that's about when I remember hearing hearing of you guys. Um, and of course, the the ACDC thing is what with what, what uh, drew my attention, and I think that probably works <laughs> out in your in your favor for a lot of people. Um, and I think some people yes. might be a little alarmed what they find, but other people like myself love it, and you know, and I, I yeah. think it's a cool, it's a cool kind of marketing I think,
1: thing. I think sometimes people think it's funny. I think sometimes people like, you know, how silly it is, and sometimes people just get super offensive, like <laughs> how how dare they do that? That's so stupid. And generally, I'm like, uh, band names are stupid, you yeah. know. Like, yeah. like I like Cannibal Corpse, but do I think Cannibal Corpse is a cool band name? I'm like, nah, that's that's a dumb. That's dirty. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, do, do I think incest is a cool band name? It's just a name for a band. I like the band, but you know, band names like it generally are, are kind of too dumb. You know, but
0: whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally true. When I was in a band, we just got our name off of a beer can, and uh, you know yeah. and that that was yeah. that was it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I,
1: exactly. I, I mean, you know, it's not this super deep inspirational meaning or anything. Like, I like the band name. We wanted it to be related to, like, MDC, where you can have an acronym that you change the lettering or change the name. Uh, We wanted to have Demon in it because we really like Demon System 13, Um, you know. But, yeah, it wasn't super important to us in in the beginning. You know, now, in retrospect, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we should have chosen something different, but it's fine. It's oh no! It fuck is.
0: it! You gotta you gotta stick with that one. You got you gotta you gotta ride yeah, this yeah, one out yeah. to I the end. At
1: this point, I'm like hey, yeah. it's two decades. We're, we're, <laughs> we're
0: sticking with it. You know? d- d- yeah, the two decades thing. I really was surprised when I read that, but I guess you know I was thinking about this the other day. Like my my personal time in uh, well, like re- being really involved in what punk rock, hardcore, metal, whatever the fuck scene. Uh, you know, I classify myself mm-hmm. as as like I used to be like wow. I've been doing this this shit for ten years and now it's Yeah. Now it's like wow, we're in the tw- we're in the twenties now and yeah. i f- I forgot to keep counting. Like <laughs> like it, it kind of yeah. gets away from you. And um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, I don't know, it's just a weird thing to to look back on when but, when uh, you actually think about it. I
1: have, I have people that ask me like how were shows in the nineties and I'm like, Man, you think it sounded like it was around since like the early nineties <laughs> or something like I <laughs> kind of came to shows at ninety eight, ninety nine, that's late nineties, you know, and I was yeah, still a yeah. teenager then. Like it wasn't like I got into that when I was like twenty five in the nineties. Like and I'm, I'm in my mid thirties, I'm okay. You know, <laughs> like, Exactly. I fine. think
0: I think we're right on the the, the the same kind of timeline. Maybe for me ninety nine, yeah. you know, like yeah. and you know, I graduated in two thousand three, so um, you know, I'm 35 yeah, I'm thirty five now.
1: Yeah. I graduated two thousand two, I'm thirty five. So okay. we're right yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so, so so did you – well, speaking of your history a little bit, did you come up – where did you come from? Because power violence, uh, if, if we're calling it that, is like uh, the – I don't know where that genre lives. Like, is, it, is it, does it come from the punk side? Does it come from the hardcore side? Where did you come from?
1: I, I think – I mean, I came from punk. I came from punk and hardcore, but, like, a different type of hardcore. Like, I you don't know how you say hardcore in most like crossover or metalcore or, or yeah. metal or whatever. Uh, like, for me, hardcore was, like, minor threat. You know, like, right. super fast, super fun, super kind of almost thrashy, you know? Um, so that's kind of, like, the punk and hardcore stuff. Like, huge Dead Academies fan, huge minor threat fan. And uh, Power Balance is really just a mix of that sort of stuff that, like, let's play faster than that. You know, like, let's do that and play faster, because maybe they listen to Speed Metal, maybe they listen to Grindcore, too. And... Uh, You know, especially on the West Coast, I think it came about because you have punk, you have hardcore, you have hip-hop, and you have, you know, this kind of, like, mixing of all those genres. So you get the grooves, you get the breaks, you get the, you know, the high-intensity speed, but then you get the head-bobby moments, but also, like, relate to hip-hop, which is kind of just California power violence, you know? If you look at all the West Bay bands, all, all the, like you know, no less Agents of Satan, Spaz, uh, Dead Bodies Everywhere. Uh all those bands that were from the Bay Area had that hip hop influence. And all the bands from Southern California did too, like, you know, Excruciating Terror, Despise You, infest. uh excess was more hardcore, but you know, uh I I I grew up on, on in California. I grew up my whole life in Southern California. Uh and that—that's where I think, like, the kind of sound comes from. It's a mix of all these very aggressive genres, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting you say that because I, I was listening earlier today, just this morning, to the to the—I don't know if you've heard this record yet, but where it's a uh, Cool Keith and uh, I'll probably say their name wrong, Th- Theaton or Theton. which is you know, I guess I have some haven't heard it. Well, it's some yeah. some power oh, cool, Keith, no. It's it's a uh, it's some power violence band from I, I don't I don't know. But uh, yeah, suppose it's this record with Cool Keith, and I don't know, it's interesting, but it's really just kind of more of a Cool Keith record. But it's, I guess yeah. they're just playing bass and drums, but they're playing like rap beats. But it's from a power vi- power violence band. But there's nothing like awesome. you wouldn't know that they're from a power violence band. There's, there's nothing, nothing indicative. Of no, there's it. nothing fast. I mean, I
1: yeah, think, I think Doctor Octagon, you know, like reference as and, and and some other like power violence bands too. So. I mean, there's always been that kind of connection to hip-hop culture. Like, you look at Despise Youth, you look at Plutocracy, you look at, uh, you know, Spaz, and and there's a huge, you know, Max Ward, the drummer of Spaz, had a, you know, 625 thrash label. 625 is, like, the name of his tagger crew, you know? Dan Eons is a DJ, a hip-hop DJ, you know? So there's always kind of been, like, this amalgam of influence of it's just southern california culture we right. just kind of grow up with it you know it's street street music street punk and and, and street hip-hop you know
0: it's I, I i see what you're saying it's funny because i don't think that i don't think a lot of people would make that connection just listening to the music on its own oh you know? yeah
1: absolutely i mean you look at the tagging fonts you look at
0: yeah. you know
1: dystopia too you know you look at that stuff and then you look at what you play you play like you play hood areas at cholo's houses, you know, and everybody's just (laughs) drunk or fucked up or high or whatever, and they're playing super aggressive punk and hardcore, and you're moshing with cholos and skinheads and, and, you know, long hairs. So, you know, I don't know. I I don't see how people couldn't see the connection. Maybe more of an East Coast, uh, I don't know, or Midwest people can't see it, but...
0: Well, that's I me. I'm I'm you. East Coast, so that's I'm I'm, I'm okay. yeah. So that that explains a lot, you know. Like maybe
1: that, I, I would say New York would maybe see the connection, but I don't know. I don't know what part of East Coast you're from, but yeah, I'm, I'm in Pennsylvania. Know. It depends. Maybe it's just a regional thing, you know. But <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> no, but I, th- I I I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. And uh and well, regardless of all that, uh you you guys, you said you you started out, you didn't play a whole lot of shows to begin with.
1: I think, I mean, we played it it, in the beginning. We played wherever we could, you know, but I think we maybe played like two or three shows before we really started playing in 2004. 2004 was like the year that we really, really like started playing more shows. 2003, I think we were like practicing, recording, uh, just kind of doing the demo. And, uh, you know, we played like one or two shows, one at our drummer's house, one at the bassist's house. Um, But I'd say 2004 was when we started like, Trying to go play other cities, or maybe other states. Like I can't remember, remember exactly, but definitely like 2004 was when we started trying to like get out there, you know.
0: Well, and it, it worked eventually. And like I said, I, I heard, I, but when I heard of you guys, I was living in Baltimore for a while. But um, so I mean, and I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember you guys playing there. Like that's not how I found out about yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like I remember he, yeah. it was the internet, what, you know, but so it made it all yeah. the way from California to Baltimore. And um right. and if you, so if we fast forward now to now uh 2020, at least 16 years later, the um you guys I felt like you guys went away for a while. Did you break up at some point officially or unofficially? We've, we've broken up like four times. Of course, yeah. <laughs> we
1: we broke up. We did our regular release show for the first 7-inch and broke up in 2005. We did one reunion show in 2007 and then said, fuck this, and didn't want to do it again because we just didn't get along. And in 2010, that's when we got back together with like New Lineup. And that's when we said, okay, let's tour. That was actually our first like East Coast tour and everything. And uh, then we... That was probably our longest run. We, you know, lasted like seven years. We broke up two thousand seventeen, something like that. So like a year and a half. Yeah. So I mean, we've been on and off. You know.
0: Well, that makes sense. And at this point, are you the only original member?
1: I'm the only original member. The second longest member is George, our, our drummer. He joined in 2010, so he's been around for about a decade.
0: So well, that's, a that's a fucking lifetime in a band just, just yeah,
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah that's solid well uh, um so so now like what we're talking about now the uh you had a you had a record that came out just last friday right uh
1: was it yes, last friday yes. okay two, see i get three
0: days ago. two, two three days ago yeah yeah. I, yeah three three days ago whatever friday yeah. friday yeah, may yeah. something <laughs> yeah Friday. see yeah, i friday, i get yeah. i get all fucked up on these release dates um and this sure is all this is always my problem because and i mean it's a good yeah. problem to have but i get these promos so i listen to the record for months and then suddenly it's out and i don't even know if it you know i i don't know when it came officially, out officially yeah yeah, like, yeah. so yeah. sometimes when i'm talking to people i'm like oh shit it's not even yeah people haven't heard it yet but so, so Yeah, we, say,
1: we got we got the CDs like maybe 3 week, 2 3 weeks ago but we haven't gotten the records yet uh just cuz of delays in the plant and all that sort of stuff so i'm like i don't i don't really know if it's out <laughs> it's out technically now, you know, they're shipping it to
0: people. Same right, thing. Right.
1: You know, I'm like, I don't know what the timeline really is. You know?
0: <laughs> well, I think you, could, I think you can just go by when is it on Spotify, right? That's like the, it yeah, yeah, seems yeah. to be the, <laughs> yeah. the, the real the date now. Digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. But go so,
0: Friday, Friday. yeah well, it's as it's Satan is King, um, which like I said, I've been listening to for a while and I love it. Uh, there's specific songs I love too, but uh, we'll get to that then. But, um, I mean, it's only been a couple of days, but I'm sure a lot of people have heard it. What what have what the rea- reactions been that you've heard so far?
1: I mean, so far, I, I everybody's liked it. You know, they're given it pretty high, like, review scores if, if people go by that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's been, like, some YouTube reviewers that are, like, compare certain parts to really awesome bands, so I'm excited about that. You know, they're like, oh, there's is morbid angel riff or this in tune sort of thing or this nails thing or this you know power chip uh influence i'm like cool because we're going for everything across the board you know yeah and uh yeah there's there's a couple people that were like oh we listened we wanted to check it out because of your edgy name but you guys suck this sounds nothing <laughs> like <me."> ACDC, <laughs> you know and i'm like well oh well you know like you know when you're when you're in a band this long, you kind of have a love hate relationship with your own band, anyway. So you're right. like, "Listen, I'm the number one hater. No one's going to say anything that's going to hurt me, like on social media. So go ahead, fucking rip it apart. You yeah? know? Well, that's, uh, but that's generally good. and solid with it.
0: So good, and, and that's that's. I feel like what you were just saying there is kind of it's kind of the attitude you got to have, especially when you you name your band AC XDC, and you yeah. and and then you name the record <laughs> Satan is King. I I get yes. it, and I and I I yeah. embrace it. It's 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 it's, it's <laughs> for people that take things too seriously. I can see I can see it being a problem for them, but you know, sure, fuck them. Sure.
1: yeah. It, it's not it's not for everybody, you know. Like we definitely, you know, I don't know, have a tongue in cheek sort of humor, which I think all power violence has a threat of just silliness and you know uh, a non seriousness like to a degree, and we definitely have that, you know. So. People don't like it. Fuck it. They there's billions of other bands in the world. They can like whatever they like. I don't. I don't care.
0: You know <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, the the title I've seen references some kind of a call to or re- reference to uh, Kanye Kanye West Jesus yeah. is King. record. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he had Jesus King, and I was just I threw it out to the guys of like, yo, we should just make this like a Kanye West West uh, uh rip. You know, just like a little diss. Like just to be funny and they were like oh that sounds so stupid <laughs> <laughs> They were giving me shit for a little bit and then uh you know i wrote the song i wrote the lyrics to Same king and they wrote the music and everything but i wrote the lyrics and uh when we were recording it they were like holy fuck that that sounds cool that sounds fucking awesome like that's a really good sing-along like it's just in your face kind of offensive in a silly way you know um well, yeah like eventually they were just kind of sold on it like with the, the artistic concept that I wanted to go with and and uh you know the lyrical concepts and all that stuff so I was like it it kind of works you know like well, it's not all based on Kanye it was just kind of a thing made, like, make fun of but uh you know it's a good standalone I think it's I think it's a pretty solid album
0: you know uh title <laughs> oh yeah I do, I do too I, I think it's I think it's uh it's fitting for the for the band and for the genre, and I. Wow, I, and and yeah. like you said, the, the the track is is one of the better ones on it too. And um, well, well to, to let's go on off of everything you released before and Satan is King. What do you feel is like different about this record? The thing,
1: the thing is, we've had so many different lineups that yeah. it almost feels like we've never had a complete recording with a complete lineup at, at certain times i know we have but you know not for a long period of time like this record i feel like our bassist have been in the band for like five years but he never recorded anything with us our guitarist is new he joined maybe like a year ago so he never recorded anything with us but this one we sat down we like wrote songs we raced ideas as we were touring so it really felt a, a lot more natural, we felt a lot more prepared, we felt like it just has more of a cohesive feel than most of our other recordings. Yeah. It just feels more like a like a solid piece than just I don't know, random random stuff that different people came up with and we recorded as a band, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's I think that's safe to say too, and you can hear it in the in the sound. And this this is also the the first record that you did with uh, Prosthetic, which I guess yeah. they got they've got a couple bands like you, but not not many. Uh, where how did this yeah, connection made. get made?
1: So I mean, we were recording with Taylor Young, and uh, this is the second time that he's recorded us. He did our first LP, and uh, the first time around he had mentioned like, hey, I can shut this around to people, you know, like if you're interested, uh, and We had interest from, I think it was like Relapse. I think he had mentioned it I can't, I can't remember, but we had already said, like, hey, our friend Melanie wants to put this out, you know? Uh, uh, Melotop Records put out the the, the LP. So we were like, well, we promised her this. We're not going to, like, fuck her over, you know? Like, she's her homie. She's DIY. Like, let's let's keep it like this, you know? Maybe next time, you know? And then we broke up. (laughs) But... uh, yeah, so this time around we were like we were like, hey, we're back. We're writing songs. We would like to record. You know, like, do you think anybody would be interested? He's like, yeah, like Prosthetic would be into it. You know, and uh, I knew Prosthetic because they were released, they were releasing uh, Worm uh, Colony Collapse. Yeah, and they had Worm was on to live alive. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, I like Worm. Like, you big signed to them, that that seems like pretty rad. Like, let's check it out. And it was very, you know, very uh like a natural fit. It was very chill. They were basically saying the same stuff that any DIY label was saying, just on a bigger level. So I was like, All right, that's cool. We're 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 fine with this, you know.
0: That's very cool. And it's 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 interesting to, I've had a a few uh a few bands on uh from from prosthetic, so one recent, one recently, which is like the total opposite of what you guys. It's a band called Sermon from the UK, which is just total prog band, you know. So like, uh-huh. so it's it's that's one thing I like about prosthetic is prosthetics always had these these this diverse roster of uh yeah. of, of of good but different bands and it doesn't they don't fit together but it doesn't fucking matter you know <laughs> like it's just yeah a, and and I yeah. like seeing a band like a uh, band like you guys on there because it's not a band I would expect. And it's a band that yeah. I know is probably getting a push that they didn't have before.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you know, we've we've always worked with people that have pushed to the you know best degree that they could, and always had our like faith in their band, and always backed up any ideas that we had. You know, so that was always awesome. Like, we've always had good luck with that, but you know, it, I'm not going to say no to somebody that wants to put out my record, and they're putting out my friend's records. And they seem like they know what they're doing, you know, like, and they were totally open with like, we had mentioned like, Hey, we would still like to work with, you know, our, our past labels, like to live a lie. Um, you know, we'd still like to release stuff. Like, is that okay? They're like, yeah, we're interested in LP. If you guys want to do EPs or splits or whatever, go, go for it. You know? So they're not like we own you guys or anything, you know, a lot of people are always afraid of doing that sort of thing. But yeah, they're totally chill. That's why we were like, "This this works,"
0: you know. This definitely works. That and that that shit goes uh, a very long way. Um, yeah. And I, I was, and I, and I have this from personal ref- a personal reference, where uh, a friend of mine ran a label for many years, and he had a pretty, a very good label, and he had a pretty uh, good system where all his all his bands were just handshake deals. Nobody was nobody was uh, obligated sure. to stick around and do anything. But because yeah. of that. They did, you know, and yeah, and they they could have signed with bigger, better labels, but they didn't because of the loyalty and the and the respect, basically. Of yeah, do your thing, and uh, I think yeah. that goes a long way.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean, we we you know we have that loyalty to so there's all this you know smaller labels that we worked with and we love them because they've stuck with us throughout so many years, you know. Uh, but I also do like to try new things, you know. Like we've right. tried. And live a lie in RSR and Melotov and hear it now. Like, just why not? You know, like if we meet people around the world and they want to release something, like, sure, let's work together, you know?
0: Yeah, here, oh, you just mentioned RSR and uh, wasn't that like regurgitated semen or something? Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I, I, that's funny cuz I I didn't know that until like last week and I was just I was just fucking around and decided I need to have all my music on my Discogs page just for cuz yeah. no cuz of nothing, you know, just cuz I was bored. And uh and I that was the first time I ever noticed that R S R is regurgitated semen. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think at first I didn't know. It was just like, oh, that's cool. It must be some weird German thing. And then, like, I find it's like regurgitated semen. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know. But it goes back to the
0: like, you know,
1: you name a record label, or you name a band, and you name whatever. It's all stupid anyway.
0: Who cares? <laughs> and if you abbreviate it, nobody will ever, de- nobody will ever know or for several years, yeah, yeah until I yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> So, so you like you mentioned you work with uh, with Taylor Young on this one, and you have in the past. And I think you did the the, the Taylor Young Brad Brad Boatwright uh, combination. Yeah. Is that the first yeah, time yeah. you you've you've married them up, or have you done that with other records? No,
1: no, we did, we did the same thing for the uh, for the LP, for the debut LP. Brad Boatwright at Audio Siege mastered, mastered that one as well.
0: Um, you know,
1: so they, they're they're like just a killer combination.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, so with with, uh, with this one, when it, I guess, what well, did this? Did anything get derailed with this whole Corona shit? With the release of this?
1: No, I mean, fortunately, uh, I guess we might have just gotten it right on time because everything, uh, you know, the CDs were pretty early. Uh, you know, the, the records are right on time. We just haven't gotten yet because they're being mailed. Like, well, they were mailed, but there's just slight delays. So I think it there might be some delays in terms of people getting them in their hands. Yeah. But uh, in terms of the press plants and everything,
0: we were, like, enough to get them, like, time. so. Oh, good. Uh, um, th- yeah, I've noticed I've noticed that uh, that unless you were touring, then you, you pretty much you didn't get too fucked over by this thing. But, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, our whole year like, fucked in terms of touring. You know, we are going to do France, the UK, Uh, you know, we were going to do the East Coast in Canada for the first time. Um, You know, we had, like, people were trying to get us over to Nepal in India. So, you know, we were definitely going to do some really cool shit, but it just, you know, I just got screwed. But, you know, whatever. Things will happen later, so.
0: Yeah, it is. It's got to be disappointing, though, but it is weird. I had one, I had one uh, international tour date ruined one time. (laughs) And yeah. <laughs> but it was the only one that I ever got booked and it was the only one I ever had to cancel and it still sucks yeah, but you know oh well sucks.
1: yeah it definitely sucks you know like and, uh, even know, we, we've generally been lucky we have things cancelled and we have had things moved around but we've always kind of made things work as a band like nothing's ever really screwed us over like massively so right. we've been lucky but uh, yeah this is this is probably the worst the worst uh, that it's you know
0: the band has been affected. I hear you. Yeah. Well, okay right. Well, so I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the some of the songs on here. Um, sure. The song that I can tell you that by far is my favorite uh, is "Cop Sucker," and I know that was <laughs> I, I, it's so uh, like I I don't know like yeah I, I live in a i live in a very suburban neighborhood and uh the, the, where, where there are houses that fly the blue the blue line yeah. flag you know and it's uh, i always yeah, say to yeah. my, I always say to my wife oh like oh there's a fucking new confederate flag you know whatever yeah. <laughs> but so it's so i so I enjoy uh these the songs from from your your stance there but I also like the one um what's it called uh well satan is king is good, and um, the Urban Blight, which I know isn't like the isn't like well, I don't know what what I'm trying to say but I I, I like that song (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Um, Yeah, I
1: mean, you know Urban Blight is is, I love that song, it's a fun song you know, and it's just it's talking shit about counties, you know And, and, and how people come to see like gentrification is a good thing. Like, oh, they're opening up some cool corporate stores or whatever, you know? Like, to me, that's urban blight, you know? Like, people think of it as, like, a blight being like, a negative thing, being seedy or being, I don't know, like, whatever, not being corporate, not being mall, like, mall homogenous or whatever. But, uh, you know, to me, I'm like, yeah, you know, everybody here is, like, a huge Dodger fan or whatever, and I'm like, why? Why does everybody want to look like a fucking idiot? Why does everybody want to wear the same Dodger jersey you know, and, and, and go to the same same stores and have the same phones and do the same things? You know, like that seems to me like visually like an urban white sort of thing.
0: You know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't, I never thought of it from that way, but I, but I totally can see it. Um, for for do you, do you have a uh, favorite record or favorite song on this record?
1: Uh I mean I like I like all of them for different reasons. I like Maggot Museum. I think Maggot Museum is awesome. I think it's an awesome way to kind of end the record. You know, it is very different. Yeah. Um, you know, we totally it, it, it if you like Phantom of the Opera you'll be like, Yo, that's fan of the opera right <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I'm a huge fan of the opera like, My wife loves to do it all the time. And I I come at things from the point of view of, uh, you know, because I'm not a musician, I don't play uh, any type of musical instrument, so I kind of have, like, a producer point of view because I teach So I look at things and go, I want to sample that. Like, oh, I want to use that beat, or, oh, I like that riff, or I like that, you know, whatever. And then I'll show the guys, I'll be like, I want you to do this on drums, or I want you to do this on, on bass. And I think that one was so at the beginning when I told them I wanted to do a Phantom of the Opera song, they were like, what? What are you talking about, you know? Uh, And there's other references, like there's other stuff that's like, I think Ashes to Ashes has like some funk influences. There's one track that isn't on there that we recorded, but has like 808 drums. Um, There's a lot of random shit. I like Matapacos because it's our first song in Spanish. But uh, Maggot Museum I think was probably the one that I enjoyed writing the most yeah. and the one that I enjoyed recording the most, I probably would say that that one has the most emotional ties to me. Cause like over the last two years, we've had like five family members die. And uh, that whole song is about just death and, and and kind of, you know, moving forward with death, but not being able to really move forward. It's like, you always kind of have this lingering um, sort of emptiness where like other people would be or whatever. So, I I really recording that and have it be have it be the ending of Satan is King. I thought was really important and and really cathartic to me. You know, um, so I really enjoy it. I, I I enjoy that track despite you know the lyrical nature of it or whatever. But I right. I think I might enjoy it because it definitely uh, got something out of me. You know.
0: Well that's cool and I, and uh well, it kind of brings me to one of the things I wanted to ask you about and that's the is there much th- I don't know want to say therapy because I can see I don't, I don't like you said it's an emotional song is mm-hmm. is is there a lot of songs that you feel are emotional songs in this band because I can see how it might be difficult to to pull that off but I don't know I didn't think of it no, the way yeah. you're saying I mean
1: they're they're all every single one that I have probably ever written outside of very few are emotionally driven there's some of them that are just like i mean even the political ones i'm like yes i'm, I'm talking about politics but like you know like it, it, it my emotions obviously inform my politics so there's definitely they comes from a point of view of you know emotions or whatever but definitely they all come from uh like a real a uh, 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 a real point, you know. Uh, even in the beginning of the band, when my original guitarist said, "Hey, I want to do a Spaz type band. I want you to write about Wookies and Ninja Turtles." Yeah, you know, uh, uh, or Wookies have feelings too. That song's about uh, <laughs> body image, uh, uh, you know, and uh, not feeling confident in your own body, or either you're hairy or your fat or too skinny or, or whatever, you know. Uh, so things like that. It's like, yeah, I can write about. Something silly, but have it mean something, you know, a a little deeper. But if you want to sing with the silly lyrics, that's fine. You know, you don't have to dig into something deeper, you know? Like, uh, I would say that this album, hands down, is the least superficial and the most, like, out there, the most, like, kind of just straightforward lyrically and emotionally than any other ACBC album for sure.
0: Well, that's that's got to be part of the whole evolution of it, um, and I think that's a cool, mature thing to do, especially because I feel like with with a, with a genre like power violence, is that sometimes people don't allow that to happen. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I think I think it's it's cool that you're embracing that and being honest about it because I feel like that could be sh- somewhat shamed for some stupid ass reason.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like I, I'm I'm not like I don't know like. There's there's a slight difference between like talking about I don't know anger and depression and and loss and all that sort of stuff and then whining about it you know like we're yeah. human we have to process things like and we all go through things it doesn't make you weak or strong or anything it just makes you human to process things you know but I think that the, the I, I don't know I think it, it, it is inherently sexist or. or you know, macho or homophobic to be like, no, you can't, you can't write about those things. You can't talk about your feelings or your emotions, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe power violence does have that, you know, but, but I think, I think more than anything, it has to the humor aspects of it and the anger aspects of it. Definitely not the emo, you know, quote unquote, emo aspects of right. it. But yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, has has uh, speaking of just like the, the acceptance into the the genre or that scene or whatever, has has there been an issue with people that with people? You know, I always hear this shit about real power violence and what yeah. is or what <laughs> isn't, and I think you guys might fall outside of that quote unquote real, which I don't understand yeah. why. I don't know what the fucking difference is, uh, other than I, maybe I showers. But
1: I, I think yeah, yeah. I had I think we're one of those bands that's like. You know, are they real? Are they not? What the fuck are they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we garner enough attention for people to hate us, and we do enough things in a way, you know, maybe signature prosthetic is just going to make people go fuck that band. They're not, oh, yeah, you're out. quote unquote, real. Power yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, but at the same token, it's like, yeah, but we're still working with, like, our friends into live a lie and all this sort of stuff. Like, so, you know, we're not like, We've never been those type of people that, like, abandoned anything or uh, our ideals or or our style of music. Like, ACDC generally has the sound, you know? Yeah. And uh, if we were power violence in the beginning, we should still be power now. <laughs> you know? It doesn't, even, it doesn't make a difference to me. Like, or I, I don't understand the difference right now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think you have to be lo-fi sounding, and I think you have to not know... Uh, you know, how to play properly, <laughs> not that we're, like, super talented musicians and always playing key. I, don't, I, I, I can't speak to that because I'm not a musician, so I don't know. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, you know, we're just, we're not doing anything different than we did 17 years ago, 18 years ago or whatever, you know?
0: Well, I think I think you are doing one thing different, and I think that's, you're getting better and, uh, I don't mean that your bad well. old stuff was bad, but you know, this is you're just, you're getting better at it. And Satan its King is a good example of it. And, uh, I think so well, far from, you. from everything that I've seen, um, as far as, uh, responses to the record, it seems like it's going over pretty well and hopefully that mm-hmm. continues. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, definitely. uh, thank you for taking the time to have this conversation. I appreciate that. And, uh, no, for sure.
1: thank you. You know, thank you for having
0: me. Yeah, of course. Um, Uh, Do you want to tell people where they can find uh, ACXDC?
1: Uh, Yeah, like, all our social medias are basically ACXDC. So, Facebook.com slash ACXDC. Uh, Instagram is ACXDC underscore 666. Twitter, I believe, is ACXDC underscore 666. Something like that. I mean, if you just Google ACXDC, you'll find us and not the regular ACDC
0: all you need is that all you need is that x right yeah all you need is the x it's really, we'll just, up, it's really just so. it's really just one extra line when you think about it yeah that's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right man thanks for talking Sergio. yeah
1: thank you have right. a good one
0: thank yeah, you so all right, all right you have it that was my conversation with sergio from ACxDC, uh antichrist demon core new record satan is king out now on prosthetic records go out buy it i gotta find i gotta find a vinyl version of that one i'm sure it's out there um uh, but i gotta get i gotta get my hands on that one need a copy of that record greatly enjoy it listen to it a lot over the last few weeks uh today is uh the earliest you're listening to this is friday may 29th right so what came out today friday may 29th um good records coming out today Uh, the new Zabalba, I believe comes out today. That's a very good record. Very heavy. Um, do we even call that hardcore anymore? I think they've gone all death metal, but that's all right. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a new good record. That doomy song at the end might be a little surprise to some people, but very enjoyable. Um, but anyway, back to ACX DC, um, and, uh, and, and Sergio, a total pleasure to have him on for that conversation. Uh, very cool guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it for this week, I guess. Um, Getting it out.net is still on the way. I know I say that over and over and over, but I'm going to say it again. It's still on the way. Please uh, keep your eyes, ears, and nose out for that one. Um, I'm going to end this one with uh, with a track from Grid Failure. It's called uh, what's what's this called? It's called Wish to Disinvent. It's on uh, their upcoming album, or it might have just come out. No, that comes out next week. Anyway, this one's called A Wish to Disinvent. It's by Grid Failure. If you're not familiar with Grid Failure, get familiar. All right. the The album that it's going to be on is called a uh, um, sixth mass extinction, extinction, skull, duggery, skull, duggery, skull, duggery too. Uh, all right. You're going to have to just make that make sense the whatever, whatever way it makes sense to you. That's the way it makes sense. All right. This one's from growth, grid, grid failure and <laughs> struggling. And it's a wish to disinvent. If you want to keep up with the podcast, go to at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast on Instagram, facebook.com slash getting it out podcast. Um, what else is there? There's a at Getting It Out Pod on Twitter. And as always, you can uh, keep going to gettingitout.net. Eventually, there will be a wonderful website there for you to view, read, and uh, criticize. Until then, listen to A Wish to Disinvent by Grid Failure. Go check out uh, um, The Third Kind, who played at the beginning. And uh, of course, ACXDC. That's it for this one. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.